Hi everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what is product photography? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. It is also my aim to try and say this without having to read it off the page. got to episode 40 and I'm still having to read it out. Oh well, maybe next time. I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience, which I share with you on my podcast. What is product photography? Note to self, stop using the word so at the beginning of sentences. Here is my answer. Product photography is the specialism of photographing products to show them at the best for display, sale and marketing purposes. Product photography is used to allow buyers to make informed decisions about the purchase of products. Product photography is a key part of the marketing of products online, with excellent product photography allowing products to stand out. Now, that's all my own words, and we can put it another way, which I will come back to in my one-line summary. Product photography is used to sell products. Okay, now, before I go on, if you're thinking of product photography like I was some time ago, as in just photographing tiny things on a tabletop, we all need to think a lot broader and bigger than that. I'll get on to it. Trust me, this is good stuff. What is product photography used for? Now, I touched on this in the um, the answer that I gave you earlier. If you think about it, any photograph of a product you've ever seen is a result of product photography. Now, if you just think about that for a minute, that's, in theory, the possibilities with this genre of photography. There you go, I've used the word genre finally. Are literally endless. Any product you've ever seen a photo of, that's product photography. That's quite a thing, isn't it? And we can be confident in the knowledge there will always be products. Always, I assume, be the internet. There will always be a need for product photography. Number two, my list of stock questions. I'm not doing the Google questions this week because this is one I know more about that I'm happy to speak about from my experience. I've done a bit of research. Number two, do I love product photography? Actually, I do. I've done a few commercial shoots which were of completely different subject matters. So what were they? Well, the first one was a table made of stainless steel, I think, with a glass top. I photographed the table in someone's house who was manufacturing it. That went fine. I went back and photographed another version of it. That went fine. And then I was sent a number of plastic caps which go on the corners, which I was asked to photograph. Now that one took a bit of working out. I had to buy a tent to take photos in. And this is your classic tabletop product photography. I wrote a blog post about this, which I need to update. I'll add a link to the transcript on the Photography Explained podcast website. So I bought this little tent with LED lights in it, and it cost me, it was about a tenner. It was ridiculous. And the photos were, well, they were pretty amazing, I have to say. The photos are on the blog post. Check out the transcript. There should be a link on it at some point after this has been published. And it did make me, it's one of those times when I was looking at these photos thinking, did I really take them? They look like they've been taken by, should I say, dare I say it, a professional photographer. Yep, I still suffer from imposter syndrome. So if you do as well, don't worry about it. Possibly not a bad thing. So that was three product shoots from one inquiry. Do one job right, you get more jobs. I've also photographed construction products. Now there have been a few more but these are the ones that sprang to mind when I was drafting out the notes. The first product was Dulux paint. Yes, I have photographed paint after it had dried on a wall, thankfully. That was a challenge. It was flame retardant paint in a stairwell in some flats in Dorset. I've also photographed 
rock wall insulation being installed on a major refurbishment project in Portsmouth. Catnick lintels being installed at a doctor's surgery in Corf Castle. Ice over insulation in a funky new house in the middle of Wiltshire. These are all very, very large, famous, significant companies. Dulux, Rockwool, Catnick, Isover, The Massive. And I photographed their products, which is great. I've also photographed another product, which, again, I just wanted to broaden out the possibilities for what you call a product. Temporary buildings for Elliot UK, no less. Another big name in construction. I photographed a number of their temporary buildings and even a petrol station. So, where does product photography end? Well, the building's a product, if you think about it. So is a temporary building a product? Doesn't really matter. It's just worth thinking about and not necessarily constraining yourself to small things in a small tent on a table in your house. Number three, how do you do product photography? Well, it depends what you're photographing. You'll photograph a small rectangular piece of plastic different than you will to a petrol station. Again, I'll say it again. Don't restrict your thinking. I can't really answer that one here. In fact, I can answer it and I will do with the next point. What is good product photography? So the outcome of how you do product photography is you create good product photography. So if you're commissioned to photograph a product, you should issue images to the client that show the product at its best and also technically correct. Talking here in terms of size, shape, colour, scale and proportion. It has to look as it is because if you don't, you're at risk of misleading customers and that's no use to a client in this litigious um, (laughs) I was going to say litigious age I don't think I can say it in this age of lawsuits being popular that's the other way of saying it what gear do you need for for product photography sorry I tried to put the number five in the middle of that one yep I bought a tent it was called the photo studio tent mini foldable photography studio portable light box kit with led light snappy name about a tenner on Amazon, other shops are available. Just go online, you'll see hundreds and hundreds of these. And obviously for construction product photography, it's, it's the whole range of gear. So you really are going from one extreme to the other. What's the best camera for product photography? Well, I use a Canon 6D and it's wonderful. Whatever camera you've got, don't sweat it too much. Do I do product photography number seven? Yes, I do. Number eight, can you make a living from product photography? I think we've established this is a potentially endless range of suspects. Suspects? Subjects. Sorry, I'm going to go back to my elocution lessons after this. I'm not, obviously, but... Yes, you can make a living, or product photography can contribute to you making a living. It might be a better way of putting it. Do you need specialist knowledge? No, you don't. Anyone can do this, but knowledge will help. Image capture processing they're the key ones number 10 how do i start as a product photographer spend a tenner photograph some stuff at home take it from there this is the beauty of this you can spend that small amount of money you can buy some great kit and then you can photograph anything that will fit into it which is fantastic practice and then because we're all digital these days well i assume you are because i certainly am it costs you nothing to process these images play around refine your technique to the best that you can so this is genuinely something you can learn at home for virtually no cost so that was product photography my one-line summary product photography is the photographing of products to help them sell that's nice i like that what do i want you to do now number one do this one thing photograph a product number two let me know how you got on on twitter Send me a message at rickphoto. Share a photo if you want. Number three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoy this episode. This helps me. Number four, 
rate and review my podcast if you enjoy this episode. This also helps me. And number five, I know I'm asking a lot, aren't I? Tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me as well. Next episode. Okay, I'm not going to go through the 20 most popular types of photography I listed in episode 32. So I'm going to do a wrap up next episode of those. Okay, I'm done. Slightly over time, but not as bad as previous weeks. Thank you very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog, where you can learn lots more about photography. Also, check out my Photography Explained podcast where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes and also things that I'm going to explain in future episodes. This episode was brought to you very much by the power of caffeine early on a Monday morning. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 11 minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Not quite 11 minutes, so quite happy with that. Bye for now. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.